and welcome to Postgrad Processing, the podcast where a recent college graduate talks about the transition from student to worker and all the feelings wrapped up in it. I'm your host, Michaela Graf, and today I'd say I'm feeling hopeful despite the topic for discussion today. I want you to raise your hand if you've ever applied to a job. Oh my gosh, put your hand down. I didn't think you'd actually do it. That's a little weird. No, but really, I am assuming that many of you at least thought of raising your hands because applying to jobs is a normal, sort of crucial part of life, I would say. And like I mentioned at the end of the episode last week, if you listened to it, I wanted to go ahead and get this topic out of the way right at the beginning because it is just such a prevalent part of this journey. It's pretty much the first thing that you start talking about that people ask you about, you know, when you're trying to transition from student to worker, because obviously, how are you going to do that? How are you going to get from student to worker without applying to jobs? And recently, I've spent a significant chunk of time applying to job after job after job, searching through job sites, all of that. And I wanted to share a little bit about my experience in doing this and maybe give a few tips. I am by no means an expert in this field, but I have been applying to jobs for a few months now. So I wanted to give a little bit of advice from what I have started implementing. But if you were hoping for some advice on how to optimize your job applications or anything like that, I'm sorry to inform you that this probably is not the place. But if you find a place like that, feel free to forward it to me because I'd love to learn about that as well. So like I said, I've applied to a lot of jobs recently and I don't have one yet, so I can't give you an entire rundown of the process after applying to jobs because I haven't gotten there, but I can tell you a little bit about what I've been up to and... I can complain a little bit. The biggest thing that I'm noticing that frustrates me is when you're applying to a job and you already submitted your resume and then you have to go in manually, not one of those things where it like autofills with your resume, where you have to go in manually and list out all your experience, all your education, your skills, and it's like, what is the point of the resume? That's where all that is. And also, I'll dive into this more a little bit later, but when you're applying for jobs and it's like, this is an entry-level position. Okay, great. And then you're reading through the description and it's like, you should have five plus years of experience in this field or related field. Uh, Okay, so how am I supposed to enter into this level, this entry level, if I don't have any of that experience yet? And then it's like, okay, well, maybe I'll look at internships. And it's like, "Mm, just kidding. You have to be still enrolled for most of them. Or it's like, this is an unpaid internship. And I understand the point of internships in some ways might negate the need for pay. But for me personally, a big part of why I need a job is because I need money. So... For my journey, it's not working for me. So that kind of makes it hard when I'm looking at jobs to apply to or when I'm searching for jobs. But that kind of segues us into when I'm searching for jobs. 
But that kind of segues us into the first point I want to make, which is to apply even if. Apply to a job even if you don't meet all the requirements. Apply to a job even if it doesn't sound like an exact match of what you want to do or even if it's not even in the direct field that you want to pursue, especially at the beginning because connections can be made along the way. It's all about just getting into that workforce. And the biggest thing is, what is the harm in applying? You don't have to take the job if they give it to you. You can say no along the way. So even if you're just mildly interested in a position, why not apply to it, you know? And this is something that I've had to preach to myself a lot. At the very beginning of the process, I was super, super picky on what I wanted. And it's okay to be picky. It's okay to have your own standards for a job and stuff like that. I'm not saying that you need to be open to anything, but the way that I was going about it at the beginning was just counterproductive in a way because I would only be looking for very specific types of jobs. I would read through the qualifications, and if it was one of those things that's like, we want you to have blah, blah, blah experience, or we want you to have these technical skills and I didn't meet every single requirement, I'd be like, okay, next, and then keep scrolling. And what that resulted in was me applying to like one to two jobs a day and spending the rest of the day frustrated. So then I'd have to go back and change my search terms. I'd have to reread over applications that I skipped, you know, hopefully I can find them. And then by that point, They've been on the marker for so long. There's so many other applicants, you know, which again, that's not a factor that you should completely negate. If you see a job and it already has 200 applicants, so what? Just apply anyways. If the applications are open, apply. And again, before I move on, I want to reiterate that this does not mean that you should apply to every single job you see, no matter what. Definitely be aware of fishy sounding job postings or especially if you receive any emails. Most of the time, it's probably fake. They're probably trying to scam you. Now, still read through them, but some of the red flags that you can notice right away is the email address it's coming from. Look it up. Look up the domain and really be careful and look at spelling because they'll try and get you with that. They'll like misspell one part of the domain name at the end of the email and hope you don't catch it. Or they'll add just little things. So look up the company that they say that they're from. Look at their careers page. Normally you'll find, if not an email to a hiring team or something like that, you will find emails and be able to see how they're supposed to be formatted. So watch out for that. Also, if the job description or email has really poor grammar, or it just kind of doesn't make a lot of sense, be diligent. This is not necessarily a sign that it is fake, but normally you would expect coherent descriptions for the jobs that they're trying to hire for, you know what I mean? And Definitely be wary about links and stuff like that. Do not click on a link from an email until you have triple checked and you're 99% sure that this is a legit email. And I will say that 
This comes from my own experience. I have received texts and emails that were clearly from scammers, or at least from people who were up to no good. And they do a lot of things to try to trick you, and you just have to be very diligent. But I have also recently received an email that was legit that I'm pursuing that offer. And again, I still had to go through that same process where I was like, okay, let me look at the email. Let me search this person on LinkedIn, see if they have a legit connection to this company. Now, that doesn't mean like scammers could still do that same thing. Be like, okay, this person works for them. Let me use that name in my email. I looked at their website and I looked to see what their emails look like and hers was formatted correctly. And then I, instead of clicking on the link, I went from their website directly to their careers It brought me to the same page that she had given me, and I found the job that she was talking about, so it ended up being completely safe, but you can never be too careful because people will try to take advantage of you in this time, especially if you have your information available on LinkedIn, like your number or your email or available on your resume, which is normal to have those things. Some people keep them off. It's a debate, really, so I'm not going to tell you what to do either way. Just be prepared and be diligent. Moving on from that topic, I'll get off my soapbox for a second. I want to talk about saving your responses. When you're applying to a job, a lot of the times you will encounter different types of applications. Some of them are really easy. They ask for your basic information, a resume, Hopefully, they don't ask you to put in all that information again. That's really nice. Sometimes they will, though, like I mentioned. And that's it. Sometimes there'll be one or two additional small questions. Sometimes there'll be quite a few interview-type questions. And this is where I'm talking about saving your responses. Now, let's be clear. I am not telling you to copy and paste the same exact answer to every question on every application. That's not necessarily going to work, especially because normally they're not the exact same question. And if you really want to stand out, you're going to want to actually research the company, really look into the job you're applying for, and answer accordingly. However, having a log of your responses to previous questions may help along the way, especially when you start being burnt out by applying to jobs. It's really easy to feel burnt out when you're endlessly scrolling, applying, scrolling, applying, answering questions, all of that by the end of the day or even sometimes on the very first application. It's different every day. You will encounter those moments of like, I forgot what writing is. I forgot how to think. I forgot how to write put those thoughts into writing especially. And so having a log of ways that you've responded to questions previously can help jog your memory or help supplement your answers. And I'm a lot like this. Depending on my mood, depending on what I've been doing that day, some days it's super easy for me to knock out questions. Other days, I'm looking at a question for an hour being like, I don't know how to answer this or I don't know how to get my thoughts out clearly. And that's, this is where saving my responses has helped me already. So what I do personally is I have a Word doc that I just put the response. If it's really easy to tell what the question was, 
and I will copy and paste the response and put it in the Word doc. There are other levels of organization you can do. Sometimes I do include the question so that it makes it easier for me to remember, like, what was I talking about? What is this randomly, you know? You could also, if you're really super diligent, organize it in a way that's like this type of question and here are all my responses so far. This type of question, here are all my responses. And so you're really just saving yourself a little bit of thinking power along the way by doing this. And it's really helped just organize my thoughts, organize my experiences, because you'll get a question like, what is your greatest accomplishment in your opinion? That one can come up quite a few times. And then you have a saved response. Like, I've thought about this. This is what my greatest accomplishment is. And again, you can change your answer a little bit, tailor it to the job description. Or if it's a question like that that you've encountered before and you've put more thought into it since the last time you talked about it, then you can add those details into it. It's just really a method for saving a little bit of time and also saving your sanity. <laughs> so save your responses. Moving on to my final tip for today though, this is the point that I really want to spend the most time on because to me it's been the most important factor during this process and that is to not obsess. Don't obsess over applying to jobs. Now listen carefully. This is not me saying that it's okay to just be lazy or quit early on. That's not what I'm saying. You should still do your part, do things in your power to find jobs, apply to them, that sort of thing. Don't use this as an excuse. That being said, there is a difference between diligence and obsession. Diligence is putting in consistent time and effort to search for and apply to the jobs, whereas obsession is becoming so preoccupied with your pursuit of an occupation that you neglect what you should value. This is where I'm talking about your physical health, mental health, emotional health, general well-being, and also other important things in your life, whether that be family and friends or other things that you're passionate about, hobbies, all of that kind of intertwines together. And those are important things that just because you want to be diligent in applying to jobs does not mean that you should overlook those things or neglect those things. Because in the end, it probably will not fare very well for you. And this is something that I'm constantly having to learn myself. So, don't feel like I'm shaming you or calling you out because this is really, really something I struggle with. And I've always said I have an obsessive personality and I think that's true. I find something I like or I want to put my mind to and I obsess over it until I get burnt out, which normally happens pretty quickly. And this job applying process has not been different in that aspect. It's not something I like to do. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I did not say I like applying to jobs, but I, in the beginning, was so obsessed with, I need to find a job right now. I need to apply to X amount of jobs every single day, and if I don't do that, I'm failing. That I just was feeling so defeated and so discouraged very quickly. 
to where all of a sudden I wanted to do an entire 180 and stop applying to jobs altogether. And that's not productive either. So I really had to take time to analyze my priorities and see like, okay, this and see, okay, job applying is a high priority for me right now. Finding a job is a high priority and that's okay. That's good. That's great. But here are other things that are also priorities to me and I need to make sure that they don't just get left on the back burner. And here's where I'll get a little bit spiritual, a little bit religious with y'all. And no matter where you find yourself spiritually, religiously, I think that this sort of mindset can help. So I encourage that you at least give this a little bit of thought, but I am a Christian. And so normally when I'm going through different seasons, I'll have a different word that I feel like God is putting on my heart to think about, to put into action. And sometimes this word is very clear to me at the beginning of a season. Sometimes you're not even aware that a season has changed yet, so that's not always the case. Sometimes it's revealed in the middle of a season and it's like, oh my gosh, duh, let me start implementing this now. For this, I feel like it was made pretty clear early on, and the word to me is present. Present as in the state of being, not as in a gift, although being present is a gift, in my opinion. But what this means to me is not obsessing so much over the future that I neglect the present. And this is not a new struggle with me. I am a chronic warrior, overthinker. There have been plenty of other points in my life where I've been obsessed with the future and knowing what's going to happen to me, knowing that I'm on the right path. And there are a lot of times where that is not known and we're not meant to know that right then. The future would not necessarily serve its purpose if we knew what was coming, you know what I mean? So... This is by all means not a new struggle to me, but the way that I've seen this in my current situation is, again, obsessing over finding a job, thinking about if only I can just get to this next step. It's really a problem of not wanting to be in this in-between state. And now I've come to realize like being in this transition is not a bad thing. It's a normal thing. And there are plenty of good positive things that I can get out of this situation in the in-between if I am honest and open with myself and recognize what is happening in the present. I can't ignore it. Instead of trying to push through it, push through it, push through it, if I relax, if I sit back and I let myself soak in everything that's happening to me, it has actually helped a lot. And so getting back to how this applies to job applications, it is good to have goals for yourself and for your future, but it can be very counterproductive to obsess over those things. There's a reason for your situation right now. There's a reason why you are where you are, and 
you need to live in that and to live in the moment. And I also think this comes a lot from my individualistic Western culture. You know, we see this idea all the time. Go, go, go. I want to be successful. I want to be wealthy. I want to have all these things in my future. Or it's, you know, I want to have a lot of relationships, friend-wise, romantic-wise, all that sort of stuff. It's always looking ahead to what I don't have yet that we're not focused on what we do have now and stewarding our time and our resources well. So when you are applying to jobs, be diligent, put in the effort, work hard on your resume, on cover letters if that's something that you do, which I would recommend, actively dwelling on those goals you have for yourself and what you can do for them now. And also still prioritizing the other things that are important to you. And people have different priorities. People have different things that are important to them. But some that everyone should prioritize in some way are physical health, mental health, emotional health. Wellness is multifaceted. So there are a lot of things you can do for that. And it's just about budgeting your time and really analyzing those priorities. So make sure you're eating well. Make sure you're hydrating. Don't just stare at the computer all day. Get up, take a walk in the middle of the day. Hang out with your friends and your family. Engage in hobbies. All of those things are good things and they are okay to do. You don't have to feel like this immense pressure to constantly be applying. Now, I understand that everyone's situation is also different. So for some people, it is more dire that they need a job. It is a matter of, if I don't get a job soon, I don't know how I will afford to live sort of situations. And I'm grateful and lucky and I recognize the privilege I have to not be in a situation where it's so extremely dire and to have a support system that's there for me during this process. But still, if it's the only thing you're thinking about, if it's the only thing you're doing with your time and your energy, I am just afraid that you will get burnt out and that it could actually have negative consequences on the process, you know. If you're not taking care of yourself and your priorities in other ways, it could reflect in your job applications. You might not be doing, you might not be putting your best foot forward. You might not be answering questions in the a way that you wish you would because you are so focused on just getting it done fast and getting it done in mass quantity. Or it could even be so real as you're sleep deprived, you're malnourished, you know, and it's hard for you to even concentrate. And so you're skipping over applications that you could very well have success in applying to, that sort of thing. And I've noticed those things with myself too. If I don't take care of myself, I'm just not on top of my game. So It's on a situation-to-situation basis, just like most things in life, but I just want to encourage you to take those steps to make sure that your diligence is not becoming obsession. And with that, I want to leave you on a more encouraging note that you're not in this alone. Many people go through this every day, all the time. There are people looking for jobs, and some people, their journey has just started. Some people have been at it for months trying to find a job that fits their needs and their purposes 
and it's not an easy place to be, but it's also not a lonely place if you don't let it be. So I'm here for anyone who has more questions about job applications or just wants to talk about them. If you want to dive further into the tips that I gave today, I would love to discuss those further. And maybe in the future, I'll do another episode on job applications because like I said, it's just such a prevalent topic during this transitional period. And I'm sure I have plenty more thoughts to share, you know. But for the time being, just to recap, apply even if. Save your responses just in case. And don't obsess. That last one I really feel like is the most important one. Don't obsess. Breathe. You will get through this. And hopefully I'll be able to share with you how I got through this because I haven't gone through it yet, but I'm hoping and believing that I will soon. For now, this has been Postgrad Processing. I'm your host, Michaela Graff, and I'll see you again next week with more stories and a lot more feelings. Stay cool.